You're listening to the Modern Professional Podcast. I'm your host, Lawyer Britt. I launched my firm using nothing but my laptop and social media, signing 100 clients in my first 100 days, proving that we can ditch boring and traditional to become successful modern professionals. Welcome back to the Bonner Professional Podcast. I'm your host, Lawyer Britt, and I'm stoked for today's episode for a lot of reasons. The first being that this was a submission from a listener and a community member, and I love answering your specific questions. So if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, if you have an idea you want me to run through, please DM me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active at lawyer.brit. That's L-A-W-Y-E-R dot B-R-I-T-T with two T's, Lawyer Brit. DM me your questions. I would love to answer them on the podcast because these are the questions, these are the things, the information that you need to know to launch and grow your online business. And that's the whole goal of this podcast. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm also excited because this topic, this question is so common. I get it all the time and it kind of hangs me up a little bit that so many people are so worried about this too early in the game. So the question we're discussing today is how much should you pay for a website and what do you need on that website? And I got the question very recently, you know, how much should I be paying for a website? And the person asking this question didn't have any type of anything going, hadn't started her firm yet. Her business wasn't launched, didn't have any social media presence, like hadn't even started square one, but was already thinking about a website. And while I always like to be 10 steps ahead and always thinking about the future and making decisions like the future you, if you have not even taken the first step towards starting your business, you shouldn't be worried about a website. I did not have a website until three months in to my law firm. Like I already had a hundred clients before I started building out my first website. I had social media though. And if you've listened to any of my podcast episodes, you know that I preach, preach, preach social media content as a way to get clients for a very good ROI, basically zero investment to get clients into your business because it's a showcase. It's on-demand 24-7 marketing. It's very low cost or even free to get started. And so I think that is a better use of your money a better use of your time, a better focus than a website. I would say that until you have consistent clients coming in the door, until you have a handful of clients even, don't even worry about a website. Like I wasn't even worried about a website. And believe me, people told me I needed a website and they were like, you're going to start your law firm. You don't even have a website. You really need a website. People are going to look for your website. They did look for my website. And do you know what I told them? It was under construction. I think I had maybe, maybe three out of the first 100 clients that I signed ask about my website and like, oh, hey, where's your website? Oh, sorry, it's under construction. But here's my YouTube channel. Here's my LinkedIn. Here's my Facebook page. Here's my Instagram page. And all of that was enough social proof for somebody to hire me, not to mention my successful sales skills. But I wasn't so worried about a website. Once I did feel established and I was like, okay, Now that I have clients coming in the door, now that I'm hiring employees, I want to have a website out there to add to the legitimacy because it does add legitimacy. I just don't think that is the number one thing that's going to make or break somebody signing up with you or you having a successful business 
in the very beginning. What's going to make or break that in the beginning is you being able to close clients and you being able to attract clients to you. Those are the most important things. So I wouldn't even worry about building a website if you're not even there yet. Plus, it's just not even a good use of money. But if you are at that point, if you're really at that point where you're like, yeah, now I want to build out my website, how much did you pay and what do you actually need? What do you actually need on a website? Because I think that websites of the early 2000s are dead. So just having those classic pages, like a homepage, an about page, a contact page, a services page, like if you go to any law firm page, it's going to be like areas of practice and our team and blah, blah, blah. And some of that information is important, but you need to be strategic about how you're presenting that information. Like, yes, you need to let somebody know what practice area you're in, but you don't need to just say, you know, car accidents, we help injured victims. That's very old school. You need to explain to somebody who you help and how you help them. We help injured people get fair compensation for their injuries after an accident. Here is what we value. Here are our methods to doing that. Here's what it's like to work with us. It's very important that you are putting information on your website that not only describes what you do, but who you're doing it for and how it happens. So if you go on my law firm website, so this is current. So currently in July of 2022, if you go on my law firm website, it is Premier Property Law and Premier is spelled P-R-E-M-I-E-R. There's no E at the end. This is not a movie premiere. This is a law firm, premierpropertylaw.com. You'll see that I have separate pages based on who is visiting the website. So I practice first party property law, which is just the lawyer way of saying that I sue property insurance companies when they don't pay or don't pay enough for insurance claims. So if a homeowner has an insurance claim, their insurance company is like, hey, we're going to give you five grand, but the homeowner really needs 20 and they want to hire us, then they're going to go to our website. And so what they're going to see at the very top is that there's a page that says homeowners. So they're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm a homeowner. Click there, homeowner. And that page is specifically made to give them the information they need to determine if we are the firm for them. It doesn't just say we help homeowners when their insurance companies don't pay or don't pay enough. It says we help homeowners. Here's how we do it. Here's what we value. This is what we offer you. And here's how to contact us. Do you see what I'm saying? The classic just flat information doesn't work anymore. You need to use your website as a sales machine to convert those visitors into prospective or signed clients. Also very important to have on your website is contact buttons. Contact buttons, contact forms, schedule a call, schedule a meeting schedule a consultation, you should have those plastered all over your website. Again, if you go to our website, our firm phone number is in the top menu. It's on every single page. It's bolded. You can see it. You can click it and call us. So it's very easy, no matter where you're at in our website, to contact us right away. We also have strategic contact forms set up. So like I said, on that homeowner's page, There are forms saying, you know, if you have a claim, please contact us. And it's really quick, you know, name, phone number, email, little message if they want to give us one and done, they can contact us. And there's also contact buttons. So if somebody wants to directly contact us, they want to send us an email. Those buttons are strategically put throughout the entire website 
so that we're capturing the leads. Because I can't even tell you how many websites I've gone on for adjusters or CPAs or attorneys, and it's just a blank page that says, here's the practice areas we do trucking litigation and medical malpractice and this and that and the other thing. And then at the very bottom in very small print, it's like their address and their phone number and that's it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to be using your website as a conversion machine. Like this is your opportunity. If somebody's looking at your website, they're already interested in you and your services. It's your job to use that website to convert them into a client. Even better, as I was saying before, is putting information that describes what it's going to be like to work with you. So what do you offer that's different? How do you think about certain situations? What are your values that you can put on your website? So for us, we like to give instant updates. I have systems in place where we give instant updates. I put that on our website in strategic locations so that when someone's looking at our services, looking at our contact forms, they see that we give instant updates. And that's something that might trigger for a prospective client. Hey, wow, I want to talk to these people, instant updates. What does that mean? So those kind of values that you offer, if you are a really high end firm or you offer like VIP experience because your client to staff ratio is like insane and whatever it is, add that on your website. That's a big deal that people need to know before they even get on the phone with you. Because for some, that could be what changes them from just browsing into, I need to talk to these people because I want them to represent me. I want to work with them on this project. Very important. Okay. Raise your hand if you hate awkward networking events. Yes. Yes. Me too. Archaic, outdated, and honestly, not the best ROI. Now raise your hand if you hate spending tons and tons of money on advertising or if you don't have any money to spend on it. Yep, I was also there. I bootstrapped my law firm with savings, no big marketing budget. What I did have was social media. I posted content on free social media platforms to build my company to 1.78 million in revenue in the first full year. This alone should be the light bulb in your head that gets you to take action to create content seriously so you can start your business or grow your business or even just grow a book of business. But I get it. You don't have time. Or you feel awkward and embarrassed to post or be on video. That's okay. I've been there too. That's why I'm hosting the Accelerated Content Workshop to show you how I finally got over myself to create and post a week of converting content in just one hour. Interested? I know you are. Head over to lawyerbrit.co slash workshop to learn. That's L-A-W-Y-E-R-B-R-I-T-T dot co, C-O, slash workshop. You also need results. <laughs> results, not just of past clients, but also the results somebody's going to get by working with you. So while we have results of past clients, we also explain on our website what happens after working with us. So after a client signs, what happens? How does the litigation process work? What is our goal here? What happens next? So you can explain to somebody the result of working with you, not just like what you do, but the result. What are you trying to get them? And how are you trying to get it to them? You're trying to get them a filed trademark as seamlessly as possible so that all they have to do is send you the information and six months later, 
they're getting their registration. Explain the results of working with you. Very, very important. These are the keys that you need in your website, right? You need the classic pages, but be strategic about it. Make sure that you've got the contact buttons, contact forms, buttons to schedule calls. Explain the results of working with you. Convert somebody that's prospective in that they are just browsing your website, but convert them by explaining to them more than just your practice area. Very important that you put that on your website. Otherwise, like what the heck is the point in your website? Right? Now, how much do you pay? How much should you pay for website? Now, my website again was made almost, well, about a year and a half ago. I paid a little over a thousand dollars for it. And I had a really fantastic developer that I worked with. She was awesome. She had a program called Launched in a Week. And she told me, this is all the information we need to gather. Here's how the process works. Monday to Friday, Monday we start. Friday, you have a finished product. And I did. And it was fantastic. If you'd like her information, I can link it in the show notes. She was really, really awesome. You can also find people on Upwork to make your website. I teach my students in my program from content to clients how to post gigs on Upwork and how to find people to work with on Upwork, like qualified people that aren't going to charge an arm and a leg, but that will produce a quality product. It is possible. I find so many freelancers and VAs on Upwork to help me with, I mean, all sorts of things, pretty much anything you can think of. I've found somebody to help me (laughs) on Upwork, but especially for things like web and tech, things that we as professionals may not totally excel at. And that's okay. You don't have to, but you do need to know where to go to find somebody to help you, right? And Upwork is a great place to do that too. Another option really is to create your own, which yes, you can use Squarespace or Wix, or I mean, even my website is built on WordPress, but it uses Beaver Builder, which is like a drag and drop type thing that I pretty much know how to use basically so I can make quick changes if need be. And I think that's important. Side note, I think it's important that you know how to make quick edits. So even if you have somebody create your website, when they're done, have them do like a quick demo, if you will, like a quick teaching session at the end, you know, like 30 minutes and record it on Zoom so that you know how to make like quick changes to bios and changing pictures and editing information if something needs to happen, right? Because you don't want to be stuck in a situation where something on your website is inaccurate and you can't get a hold of somebody to fix it. And that's just not what you want to be in, right? So you want to at least know how to make quick edits, right? And there's usually a way to do that. But back to what I was saying about making your own website. So yes, that is an option, but is it the best use of your time? is what I want to know. If you have nothing to do right now, if you're like really in the beginning stages and you're not taking my advice by going in on the social media first and you want to just create your own website, that's cool. You can definitely do it. But is that the best use of your time? Is that the best ROI on your time right now? Because if you're going to take 10 hours out of your schedule and your day to figure out how to use a certain platform, like how to use Wix or how to use WordPress or how to use Kajabi to set up your website, and you're building out your website by yourself, well, maybe that's 10 or I I don't know. I'm just guesstimating here. It could be 10 hours, could be 20, who knows? That's time that you're taking out of building your business, doing your marketing, bringing in clients to the firm, income generating tasks that are worth a lot more than just putting up a website. 
So think about the ROI there. Make sure that you find somebody who is credible. Look at their finished products. Ask for samples of what they've done. It's also helpful if you have an idea of what you want it to look like. So like pulling ideas from other websites and also doing a mock-up. So what I really liked about the launch in a week program that I did was that we did a mock-up first in Figma, which is basically like a big dry erase board, if you will. It's a, how do I describe this? It's like building out the website without actually putting it on the website hosting first. So before you put it on WordPress, before you put it on Squarespace, you're pretty much drawing out the entire thing with images and buttons and text and everything. So you can see what it would look like. You see what the homepage looked like and you see what the contact page looks like and et cetera. So that you are like, okay, this is a perfect 100% product. And then the developer goes through all the trouble of putting it on the website because it takes a lot of time to code out and to put certain, um, I forget what they're called, but to put the website together takes time, right? So if you have a mock-up done prior to, and you say, yeah, this is exactly what I want it to look like. And then the developer goes and creates that in whatever platform you choose it's going to be a lot more efficient than if they build something out and then have to go back and make big changes. That's going to take a lot more time. So I think it's important that whoever you choose to do it, do a mock-up first and then have them implement the real thing on whatever platform you want. I paid about $1,000. I don't think it should be something that's like five or $10,000. I think that's ridiculously expensive. I mean, for the Morgan and Morgans and the Dan Newlands of the world who have all this money to blow on these crazy websites, sure, that's a completely different story. And maybe as we grow, as your company grows, you do want to optimize and update and create additional pages or a different kind of experience. And then if it makes sense to spend that much money and to go all out, so to speak, then great, do that. You can always optimize and improve. and Nothing's ever going to be perfect the first time, and it's just never going to be perfect forever, even if you get it perfect once. Later on, it's not going to be perfect. You're always, for everything, not just websites, but for everything, we're always optimizing, we're always updating, we're always improving. So I think get out the best product you can now so it's done and it's out and you feel, hey, I've got this website, I can send people to it. But don't spend money on a website that's not going to do anything for your company. You just have a website that's just going to be a homepage and a contact page and, you know, a, Hey, this is our services page. Is that really getting you any business? Is that really acting as a, Hey, this is our showcase. This is what it's like to work with us. Here's why you should work with us. Your website shouldn't just be a site on the web. It should be a converting sales machine. That's the whole point of websites nowadays. So it's important that you are achieving that. Make sure whoever you work with understands your goals and what they've done in the past aligns with what you want now. Don't pay an arm and a leg for it because there's plenty of really capable and talented people out there that will do the work for a great price. And especially if you're just starting out and you're bootstrapping, you don't want to be going and blowing a ton of money on something like a website because that's not going to get you an incredible ROI like other areas that you could be spending your time on. That is my spiel about websites, how much you should pay, what do you need in them. 
I really enjoy taking questions from listeners and people in our community. So again, if you have any questions, please DM them to me on Instagram at LawyerBrit. I would love to answer them. I hope you found this episode super helpful. I'll see you in the next episode.